Oh, hell yeah! Welcome to episode two of the Cast and the Curious with Andrew Funkhauser and Belinda Kashner. This week we're talking about everyone's favorite movie, Too Fast, Too Furious. Let's get into it. Okay, let's go ahead and start the show. Um, Maybe we have theme music playing, and maybe we don't, but regardless... I welcome to the Cast and the Curious, a podcast where we watch and review the Fast and the Furious for some of us the first time. And uh, my name is Melinda Cash. I've never seen the movies before. And I am joined today with my co-host, Andrew Funkhauser. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> I'm going to be here every time. <laughs> Great intro. <laughs> and Andrew, remind me, have you seen this movie before this week? Absolutely not. I've okay. uh, determined 100% have not seen this movie. Okay, great. And then today we are joined with um, good friend and comedian David Britton. Um, hello. Hello, friends. Thanks for having <laughs> me on the show. I'm um, very excited to uh, be here. Well, I'm here at my house, but you know. Right. We are alone together. Yeah. And if you could please tell us um, your experience with the Fast and the Furious franchise before um, we force you to watch this movie this week. Okay. Well, um, I saw this is, I don't know how much this is going to date me. Well, we were probably all old enough to ha- to have seen the first one in the theater if we had chosen to do so, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> uh, Andrew I and I, this is going to make you so sad. Andrew and I were 11 when the first movie came out. Oh, so you could not you could not have gone on your own to see it, for no. sure. Mm-mm. Our parents would, would have had to bring us, yeah. I can't remember how old I was. Maybe mid-25, 20, something? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah. That's how, But I went yeah. on a second date uh, to see it in the theater because the local Bloomington, Indiana paper uh, gave it like a really good review. They said this movie <laughs> is wow. very good. Like not even the Herald Times, which is like the paper that people from that area know, but like the kind of more underground, like hip. The alt-weekly. Like, yeah, whatever the alt-weekly was back then. There's not like, one anymore. Like Dave Walter saw the movie and was like, you guys got to see this movie. <laughs> yes, yes. That's very inside baseball. <laughs> Anybody who knows David Walter and is listening to this was like, oh, yeah, I totally understand. Yes. I, I love that guy so much. Oh, yeah. The best. The best. Um, I just did an episode of my podcast that his sister was on, and she's oh, very funny. Okay. I don't know if you know his sister, I... Lord. But- no, I, I didn't know even her know he had a sister. little bit. This is so uninteresting for people who aren't mm-hmm. from Bloomington. Well, here's mm-hmm. the thing: mm-hmm. no one, like, are, we're gonna have like tens of listeners, and half of them are gonna be from Bloomington anyway. So feel free, get as inside okay, baseball good. as you want. Okay, yeah. good. Anyway, so I went on a. Uh, it was a second date with uh, a lady who would end up being my girlfriend for like I don't know three or four years. Wow. So, so this we, movie has some power. Let's just get that out there. Oh, yeah. We, uh, we would sell the adrenaline. You know, that's what we would sell the deal. Uh, yeah. How did the date go after the movie? I I mean, it must have gone good enough that we stayed in a relationship. She mm-hmm. was dating. This was, like, very early on where, like, you know, we were both dating other people. And before, like, I was, like, polyamorous. So I was like, oh, I got to find. I can only date one. You can, you go through a decision process. I don't even remember what it was like for you mm-hmm. normies. 
whatever you <laughs> we but, get it dave you're poly we know <laughs> like if i remember correctly there was a window where you're allowed to date other people and then after three or four dates you're supposed to like pick one right sure ish that's right andrew sure. doesn't andrew doesn't date he doesn't know. i don't really date well good I'm for a- you <laughs> I said that sarcastically, but I really meant good for you. <laughs> like, I'm happy with the people I'm dating, but man, mm-hmm. it, is, it is complicated. And the start is always rough. Come the on. starts. I don't know. The starts can be really great because you have. That's you know, true. You I'm, all, I'm all starts. All You're starts, all and, starts. No, and no finish. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That might be. I mean, that is a, those first few months. Hmm. That was a good month. <laughs> that's true. That's that's very true. I was thinking like first two dates. Oh, first two like dates are trying now. to feel each other out. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, so I, I assume the date went well is all I can. It must have gone well, but the movie, not good. I would say <laughs> not horrible. Not horrible. I thought, I remember thinking... I'd never seen uh, Vin Diesel before, and I don't know if he had been in anything big before that. That must mm-hmm. have been by yeah, far. I don't think so. I saw, and I remember thinking, that guy is good. That guy is a good, I still, to this day, will be like, I'm a Vin Diesel fan. We like Vin Diesel. Yeah. We do, yeah. I was a convert, and I really missed him this time around. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Paul Walker, um, not good at acting. Does not... <laughs> carry any weight in any scene <laughs> there were so many lines in both movies where and the script is so bad where he will just be like yeah. like the joke is like hell yeah bro and i'm like that's the end of the scene <laughs> he's a cardboard cutout of a person and we'll get into it more but it was very weird about halfway through this movie i realized oh okay the only like holdover from the first movie to this one is paul walker and he is yeah. the he's the one person i did never i never wanted to see again so why are we mm-hmm. following this story mm-hmm. he was um, the main character so i felt like maybe they felt like they had to well for sure well and then and, the and, next movie he's gone completely like don't no say one. that. I don't. I can't know that. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, you know what? Anyway, you should be excited. I am excited. Actually, no. I'm glad you said that because I was dreading the third one, and now I'm like, I'm my my wheels are turning, thinking how what what this is exciting. I'm glad are you said that. Turning, don't say anything uh, else. Are your oh. wheels turning with nitrous? I hate you. <laughs> uh, speaking I of wheels turning, some of the effects. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of wheels turning, how about that intro? That I Universal know. logo I morphing into a wheel. <laughs> I wrote it down was. tight. I wrote down that was cool. Well, it I think really Melinda was. and I have let our our feelings be known. How did did you like it, Andrew? You had not seen it. You said the whole the movie as a whole. Yes, did not like it. Did not Mm-mm. enjoy yeah. it. It had more as. I really enjoyed the first one, though. Me too, and I had really low expectations. So now mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe this time around my expectation my expectations were higher, and therefore I was let down. But it was really, yeah. it was so shitty. And uh, let's just talk about the intro because I oh, was yeah. like, this music has me hype. I am like 
so mm-hmm. pumped and then the universal logo becomes this like hydraulic spinning rim and Hell then yeah. just like the first movie they come out guns blazing and you're in a street race like right away and then pff, fell apart hard but i, but I did like, love the intro i felt like even the intro i was bored because they, like they doubled they s- the graphics budget it looked good <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they also like i remember uh, we talked about how like the first heist was over in three minutes mm-hmm. in the first movie. In this movie, they spend like five minutes of just like shots of like people setting up road closed signs. Like I was so mad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't need to see this. I understand that you're doing an illegal thing and don't spend like all this time showing like world building that I don't care about. I was I was just like, let's race cool cars. Let's not set they up were, signs <laughs> they were trying to show as many butts as possible oh yeah God. there I were mean, so yeah. many butts so many i do and, appreciate like that the movie is unapologetically what it is in a way like absolutely where yeah it's about fast cars saying bro bumping fist uh girls <laughs> ass and tits <laughs> and like i mean i <sighs> I have no problem with any of those things. I like, I think all of those things, maybe not like uh, Paul Walker saying bro so much, I could have done without. But it's just, <laughs> there's something at least to be said for like, no, this is what it is. Like you will know in the first like three minutes if you like this movie or not. That's very true. Uh, uh, what, I mean. What else did we have? Well, here's Well, here's the thing is, I don't know. To me, I couldn't really enjoy it for what it was. And I also couldn't really enjoy it ironically. Because I guess maybe I wasn't in the mood to do that. No, I couldn't. I did not enjoy it. Don't let it make no mistake. (laughs) I did not enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I know. I just like the beginning, you know, it's 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 cheesy. And and there's the sexism at the beginning with the the orange racer or what I think is I really do think his car was painted orange julius i think that was his name. <laughs> and you know it, it was he called the girl driver suki he called her a skirt and like called her oh, car, yeah. like, made fun of her car being pink like the most basic sexism which wasn't even, it wasn't even like fun to be like well this is stupid it was more just like get this guy out because i knew i knew he wasn't going to be anything so i was like get this guy out of here right, but right. suki amazing character I did I like, like her as a character. You always, I like a Suki in anything. I like her as a fairy who falls in love with a vampire. <laughs> I like her as a race car driver. Those are the two ways, I guess. That's it. Those My friend's cat is named Suki. She's very cute. So there oh, you go. Wow. Three good well, Sukis. At least that guy, like, he was sexist and portrayed as, like, a bad dude. Like, oh, we hate this mm-hmm. guy. He, oh, I yeah, thought he was going to be the Vince of this movie. Vince is a character from the first movie, but he ended up being nothing. He even kind of yeah. redeems himself at the end. But Oh, yeah. He does help out at the uh, end. I forgot about that. That ending, that part, and I'm sure I don't think we want to skip ahead. I don't know. But that part was cool. That's the one part. Oh, yeah. like, that's pretty uh-huh. cool. We got to dive into that. I loved it. We that was will- probably the only part I liked. <laughs> I like well. I liked it because I was very confused for most of the time, and then I was like, "Oh, this makes sense now." But we'll we'll get to that. Um, All right. I did want to. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to mention <laughs> uh, before we leave this very first race. 
all of Suki's quotes during this race because they oh. were all tight. Uh, she said three things during the race that I wrote <laughs> down. She might have said more, but she did say, move, bitch. Sure. Bend over, boy. Yes, yep. I remember that. And then she yells, smack that ass at yeah, the I know. end. <laughs> <laughs> all three... I also wrote down right before that Suki is cool question mark question mark question mark like she's like the only she's so cool in this movie she, she is, is cool. she, she, uh, although I want to say this about the sex because the one guy was clearly sexist and we were clearly meant to be like boo but then like yeah. the other dude is like hey Suki and just like the car acronyms for female body parts is so like, <laughs> I don't know what he said. Let me pop that hood and check your tailpipe. Yeah. Stick my finger in your ashtray. I don't fucking know <laughs> what he said. But just, and she was like, maybe later. And I'm like, what, Suki? What? That's, Why? Well, but then you see and then her. She ends, and up with him. she ends up with him. That's what it I was going like to say. It seems like they just there had a relationship. It was the yeah, vibe there was that I got towards real the there. end of it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, maybe if it's your girlfriend, you could kind of be like, I don't know. I thought I he was hitting on her, and then they were showing, oh, it worked. Uh, yeah, yes, I hope that's, that's not what it was, because that is not ideal. There was something there before. There was something there. I ship Suki and Tej 100%. I, I, don't I, I don't agree with that. Like, you're giving this, like, a Dune-like backstory where there was, like, <laughs> world build. Like, he's J.R.R. Tolkien, like, building all this. Like, <laughs> and then the elves came from Valar, and they uh, raced the cars, and they built their own. The she... one car to rule them all. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one thing I liked in this movie, so I did kind of, I really uh, attached myself to her. And I did like her. I liked her as a character. Um, I do want to mention, so, David, I my prediction for, I made a couple of predictions for this whole series of, this whole franchise of movies. Mm, okay. one, of them, one of them being that the whole series, the, all of the movies will not pass the Bechdel test. And oh, sure, yeah. I bring it up now at the, at, towards the top of the episode because I wrote down, oh my God, it passes the Bechdel test like two minutes in. But then I remember, no, it doesn't because the girls that Suki talks to don't have names and they don't talk to her. So it doesn't oh. technically pass, but it almost did. Dang. Yeah. And then I'm, never again. Yeah. Oh, well, we all enjoyed her as a character, so that was good. And I did, like, I, I mean, some of the race scenes are fun. Like, some of the special effects are certainly fun, and, like, the stunts are fun. You know, like, I could get totally, into it. Totally, yeah. yeah. I liked the the race at the beginning. I There were a couple of weird things that I wanted to call out. Um, Let's hear them. All of them are, they're all color-coordinated with their cars. You know, like, the pink and the goldish yellow and the orange. And then Paul Walker, his car is blue, which I think was meant to match his beautiful eyes. Oh, of course. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that, yeah, that sounds right. That and sounds... then did you notice he was driving on the passenger side? I did not notice that. Hang on, what now? He literally <laughs> was. He And I, I kept checking. I'm like, there, that can't be the case. Or if it is, they'll call it out. But he was driving on the passenger side. Oh, but nobody else was. No one that. else was. I don't understand. I like... I mean, which, I mean, fine, but it weird. just seemed very weird. And then yeah. the last thing I wanted to call out from that scene, which really could apply to any of the racing scenes in all of the movies, do they all have the same label maker for their 
<laughs> nitrous oxide because they're oh. all labeled exactly the same. Oh my gosh, that's true. And they all and have I the same buttons. They're all the same buttons. Yes, I didn't notice it until like watching a second movie. But I was like, it's the same fucking like label and font on all of all of the cars. But anyway. Well, maybe that. I mean, I don't know enough about nitric nitrous oxide to know if like it's a standardized well you know you got to use the red button that's uh, what we use i don't know I, yeah that's you're true. right i do need to remind myself several times while watching this movie i'm not a street racer and maybe oh, i just don't I forgot right. about you too. Uh-huh. Right, yeah. right right i forgot you weren't um you know what i'd like to see hank hill in one of these races and instead of <laughs> Instead of nitrous, he has propane in the bag. He's like, go to hit the button. And then, um, I don't know what is, happens when he hits the button. This is a conversation for a different time, but my new landlord sounds like Hank Hill. And I wow. lucky. am in love with him. But we'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, um, I have something to say about the race scenes in general. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot less than I did in the first one. It seems like there's more like CGI or something going on. It was that super close face shots that felt really unnecessary. And then I might have to rewatch the first one, but I'm almost positive about 100,000 times more shots of shifting and hitting the pedal. I swear to God, every two seconds, someone shifts and hits a pedal. And I, I was sick of it like 30 seconds into the first race. And I was just like, oh, my God, is this just going to be the whole movie? That like is People so just true. shifting and slamming a pedal because I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, you know, now that you say it, I do. That's absolutely true. And I don't know if maybe they were catering to an audience of like clutch heads or like maybe you know, yeah that really wait, wait, hold on. did you make <laughs> up that term just now <laughs> well i was gonna say gearheads, but then i was like it's they're showing the clutch i don't know yeah. i know a little bit about yeah. cars but like and i don't know if maybe they thought that like people would think that's cool but no you're right it was so much of like shifting and it was ugh. you're right it wasn't I as am- exciting yeah. They do have to have like uh, a base audience of people who are into cars, right? Probably. I'm sure. Maybe. I mean, this is this is America. It it's is true. America. This is America. You you're um. right on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the next one though, Japan. I know. And that's yeah. But we will, I mean, I don't even. I'm pretty excited about that. I one. wish you. I, I kind of wish you guys. I kind of wish you guys had asked me to do that one. Like well, I, I was excited <laughs> to see Tokyo because I never saw Aww. Tokyo Trip. You can go ahead and just watch that movie, David. <laughs> oh yeah, that's exactly. it's not good enough for me to actually just watch it. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's the rules in 2020. You have to have a podcast as an excuse to do anything now. If you don't have a podcast about it why would you do it it's true uh that's a good point i was joking about starting a podcast where i make a bad movie every week and then try <laughs> to get someone else to do their podcast about the movie i made oh uh, i kind of like that that seems fun right yeah <laughs> actually let's do let's do plugs right now david you want to plug your podcast oh yeah Oh, yeah. Melinda was just on my podcast. It's called uh, Do You Know What Time It Is with David Britton, where my friends pretend to call me in the middle of the night and wake me up. And then I'm all like half asleep. 
But every single time almost, I end up getting into what they're saying and like blowing my character. So, but it's <laughs> fun. Say, we just had a lovely conversation is what we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, it was really nice to catch up. So <laughs> check out Do You Know What Time It Is with David Britton. It's fun. Tim McLaughlin, as long as we're doing inside uh, baseball on this one, uh, our friend Tim McLaughlin was just on the last one, or the one I am about to put out. Oh, and, he's doing our podcast. So this is great cross promotion. Oh, oh I yeah, love perfect. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay, that well, was great. Fun. Then there, there's the plugs for for this episode. Thank you, David. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, I should go. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I have more to say about this movie for sure. Well, here's the thing is, there's nothing more to say because the plot and Andrew, maybe I'm misremembering or you can give me a deeper context, but is the plot not exactly the same as the last movie? It's just now it's in Miami and not Los Angeles. It's it's very similar. He's a cop again. He's just a cop again. He's a cop again. I wrote in big letters somewhere, Brian is still a cop. Like I was so shocked. Yeah, but that's what I was like. He's not a cop, and I didn't understand why they did this because, from what I understood, he's just living his life and he's fine. He has no incentive. They say they're going to clear your record, but like, he's not. He was doing fine, you know. And same you with guys him. Are, we're not paying attention at all. <laughs> that's fair because he. Well, he wasn't. You're right. He had a big rap sheet. Yeah, well, yeah, but like. He was in big trouble for letting that guy go, kind of. For letting he Vin was on Diesel the run. Go. They say he was on the. I don't. But he well also he had just been busted like driving illegally like in a street race, and that's got to be like pretty serious, you know. And not to mention okay. with and he ran this from the insane place. grappling hook. I know. Like, oh god, we can't talk about the grappling hook. <laughs> was i was like is this guy about to shoot a bazooka at like it looks like a men in black weapon (laughs) i just want to clarify that's not real technology that the police force has is it you know what it's one of those things it seems like something that for that time period would seem ridiculous but nowadays totally could be a thing you know yeah yeah i guess so Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah, there's no way it's real. It can't be real, right? The grappling hook that it just hooks inside of the car and shuts it down shuts- electricity <laughs> in the car. <laughs> and that the Miami PD has it. <laughs> so yeah, even if he didn't have a long rap sheet before, he just ran from the police and caused That's like true. what, like five cop cars to wreck or something. He caused a lot of cop cars to wreck. That's very true. Yeah, okay, if he wasn't white, he would have been dead. That's for true. Sure. <laughs> that yeah. is that's true. A hundred percent. That's not lost on, on me. Um, oh, speaking of, I uh, oh, I do want to say you go ahead, you go, go ahead. ahead. But then I okay. want to bring up something <laughs> about like what you guys said earlier. But go ahead. There is one other returning character, and that's that police officer guy, the FBI guy. Ah. Uh, Oh, the guy, the black guy who always plays an FBI guy. Yeah. So, yes. so there were. Oh, he's there in were the first only, one. He's in the first one. He's like the. The only he's FBI actually, guy. Actually, they don't have a good relationship in that, if mm. I remember correctly, in the first movie. I only uh, remember maybe, uh, the FBI guy that was a dick. I don't remember any of the cops. And that guy always plays a dick too. Mm-hmm. The guy. Yeah. But I yep. kind of liked his character in this one. He seemed like. He just didn't give a shit. 
Yeah. Like when him and Tyrese get in that fight, he's just like practically sitting back and smoking a cigar, like just like laughing Dude, at these two large men fighting. I loved that scene so much for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, this oh yeah, is that scene, is a good scene. This is a scene where, um, first of all, we're, we go to Barstow where Tyrese is, but we don't know it's Tyrese yet. And they go to great lengths that you don't see his face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and you're that. Like, Who's Roman Pierce? To think it's, uh, I thought maybe we were supposed to think it was Vin Diesel. A with really a, tan Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully expecting it to be The Rock because I don't know when The Rock shows up in this. Oh, and I was, okay. So I was like, oh, they're going to do a big reveal of The Rock, which would make sense to me. But, but then he they did show it, up to like five or six, I think. I right, I again, I have no idea. Um, total blind spot. But then it was like a big reveal, and it was Tyrese, and I was like, I mean, I guess that's cool. I don't know. I guess he just. I looked it up, and he had just come off of Baby Boy, which that's a great movie. But I was like, I don't know why Tyrese is the big reveal here, but that's just me. <laughs> and then, but that scene is so funny because I was like, okay, the boys are going to get out their emotions with their stupid fight. And I was like, that's so whatever. But I love how <laughs> Tyrese turns around. He's like, are you still a cop? And then Paul Walker's like, I think he says, no, man. And then this Carl Winslow ass looking motherfucker. <laughs> he's like the most cop looking person I've ever seen is like, he's, he's not a cop. A cop. <laughs> yeah. He's probably played a cop in a bunch of movies you've seen. Absolutely. Oh I was like, gosh. this dude looks so much like a cop. And he's like, he's not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I died. I died. Anyway, David, I, what were you going to bring up just oh, a while yeah. ago? Oh, just that you guys were saying the plot was the same, but I thought the plot was very, very different to me because I mean, okay. the first movie was more like a point break situation to me mm-hmm. in that like mm-hmm. he becomes good friends with the the, the bad guy mm-hmm. like they get close and then there's a whole moral dilemma about whether or not to bust him you know actually like, you're 100% right on this keep going and, <laughs> this movie is just more like a straight up like these are the bad guys these are the good guys there's no like what to me makes a movie interesting lots of times is some moral ambiguity. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the gray area. Yeah, and that the first movie, I still didn't really like it, but I thought it at least had that. And this movie was more like just a, this movie really seemed very 80s to me. Like this was like an oh, 80s. Yeah. yeah. Very 80s. Even like the music. The first one, yeah. The bad guys, it was very 80s for sure. Yeah, that bad guy was very 80s bad guy. Um, and, let's uh, talk about the bad guy. Okay. Because, and there are lots of bad guys, but I think we're talking about the one bad guy. The it, His name is Carter Verone. His, sure, we should have a bad guy name. His name's Carter. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, Verone. Uh, I, I don't know. Verone, for sure. Carter. <laughs> what? Oh, I guess they were trying to pair something douchey with something cool, maybe. Like, Verone sounds cool and Carter sounds douchey, like an Ivy League guy. Carter. I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah, I guess so. But I just, I hated it so much. Yeah, he doesn't, like, it, like they don't paint him as any specific stereotype. Yeah. At least not for me. Like, like it feels like they expected me to pick up on some cues that I did not pick up on. Other than he, that, this guy he, sucked. Right. He looked he looked like Matthew McConaughey, but not quite. So it was very unsettling. Yeah, yeah. It was mm-hmm. like the uncanny valley of Matthew McConaughey. And that was and that was yeah. just He's a little darker. Wrong. He was like Matthew Mahogany. 
Oh my god. Oh boy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> can, we, hey, can we cut that part out? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna no, turn it no, I'm gonna turn no. the volume up when you say uh, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? That was something else about him, but I totally lost it. Yeah, just he was a very stereotypical villain that you would expect. Yeah. I did I will say I did like that little uh rat race when we first get introduced to him where he's like I've got oh, not the rat. Oh. Got no, not yeah, not the not the other rat, rat part. No, uh, yeah, the the rat race where he's just like, "There's go a car fetch. twenty miles away, go get yeah. it," and everyone uh, chases it down. I really, I, that was the first scene that I enjoyed. I would say that was like, fun. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed uh, the truckers having a bit of a role uh, where oh, they sure. just demolish that one car. Yeah, that guy died, right? He had to like, yeah. He was never in the movie again. That yeah. guy, that guy definitely died. That guy died. His car mm-hmm. got a hundred percent crushed by a semi. There were semi trucks. Yeah. yeah, during the race where they're going to get what turns out to be a cigar. Mm-hmm. Right. I definitely yeah. just stopped paying attention. I did. I missed that. But I saw oh, when okay. they got the cigar at the end. So yeah. So Paul Walker and Tyrese. Fly oh, you know what I just oh, yeah, because then the metaphor. guy goes. That's uh-huh. a fun metaphor. Winner gets a cigar. I just got that. Okay, I'm gonna give him some points. <laughs> no, for winner gets that a was cigar. that was not their intention, and no one has said that in 50 so. years. I think it was. You know, I don't think it was. <laughs> I think it was him uh, just being a rich asshole and like setting up this stupid thing because he thinks he's so smart. You don't think the director or writer was like, I'm going to slip this this metaphor in there? I mean, I guess I am giving uh, them a lot of credit. You might be right. You might be I'm, right. I'm giving them a lot of credit. I think. <laughs> they, they have in no way earned, but it does make sense to me. I feel like they probably got interviewed at some point and they said, the interviewer was like, oh, and I liked how you set up the whole like metaphor with them winning a cigar. And he was like, yeah. Yes. He's yeah. like, yes, we did I'm do that on purpose. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, we haven't even talked about uh, Eva Mendes yet. Um, uh, is there much to say? <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. She's I love a cop. her, but uh, she loves Paul Walker. Okay, their relationship was confusing because I was like, okay, they know each other. They have a history. No, they are just now meeting. No, they. I, think I was very just confused. now meeting, and I think, I think Did it's they, one of those things where they just assume that you get the backstory without telling you anything. You're just—they're just like, this is the guy, this is the girl. Obviously, they're going to hook up or be together. We're not going to give you a lot of scenes of that, but you I get don't it. Think they ever hook? I think they kissed once. They and so then, their first they kiss once, is when but then she. At the, yeah. But it doesn't, it's not like a build up moment of like, we're finally kissing. It was like, hey, you're going to die. It was weird when they kissed. Smooch. It was very Bye. weird when they kissed. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. would they be kissing? And then like, like 20 minutes later in the movie, like they're like, we got to save Walker's girl. It's like, why? You didn't even see him kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and all that, they kiss one time and suddenly they've got to risk their lives to save this lady. Well, I, I, in my defense. Uh, in your defense. In my defense, sorry. <laughs> in the movie's defense, I helped make this movie. I should reveal that now. You are. I was one you of the worst. The 
I convinced Melinda to do this. I'll say Tyrese, the whole movie, was talking about how Brian is always going for the girls. And like Brian, like Tyrese just knows because he knows Brian, not because he's seen a bunch of stuff. Like he's just like, oh, I know Brian. I know he's going to go save that girl. So we're going to have to go too to try and save my buddy Brian. Right. But does he say something like his girl? He's like, yeah, totally. Yeah. that's, That's Brian's nature or whatever. Yeah. Just, just like, oh, there's a hot girl. And you want to get with her, so I'm just going to refer to her as your girlfriend now. <laughs> I did get that vibe, too. I do think that's what the movie was trying to say, but God, that was stupid as hell. Well, also, Tyrese caught him in that trailer. Oh, maybe he did. was never given any context as to why she was in there, really. That's true. That's like true. He- probably assume they were hooking up why am i defending this movie so hard? No, no. <laughs> I, I forgot about that scene and i think you're right about that so that does yeah. make a little more sense to me um what do we what else do we got here i have so much i want to talk I about. Want to talk about her for a second before uh-huh. we move on from her and just how much she was nothing just how much yeah, they they're really. Like, they're like, oh, we need a love interest, and it's like they threw, like they wrote the whole movie and forgot a love interest, and like, well, just put her in there. Like, kind of, yeah. I will say she did a lot with her, like you know, three lines. Like, they're the totally yeah. play is garbage. <laughs> I was gonna go with yeah. trash and garbage. Is <laughs> really really horrible. We do and need then... to make up a, a word for how bad that script was. <laughs> <laughs> unlike it's unlike. It's unlike anything I've seen, because uh, it's not just like your stereotypical like oh it's just like a shitty movie. It's like it was written by like maybe a third grader. It didn't. There was no substance at all. It didn't make. A and lot much of sense. worse than the first one. Somehow. Much worse. Yeah, which was already bad. Yeah. I I genuinely thought it was uh, a direct to DVD sequel. It could have um, been. And well, That's what let's say this, Vin Diesel, the reason why he's not in it is because he read it and was like, this is trash, I'm not doing it. And he did Chronicles uh, of Riddick instead. Uh, for him. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Also, oh my God, a couple of things that I found out while researching. Like, basically, the first movie was such a hit that they went ahead and did the sequel and then the third one. Um, and... <laughs> Ja Rule did not come back for this one because he didn't like how much money they were offering him. Uh, so they got ludicrous. So they got ludicrous. So it was five hundred thousand dollars is what they were offering him. He said that's not enough. So then Luda took it. Good for Luda. You know wow. what? I, I'll take a ludicrous over a Ja Rule to be honest with you. Anyway, it depends on the yeah. day of the week for me. But <laughs> <laughs> but here, this is what blew my fucking mind. Do you know how much money they paid Ja Rule for the first movie? <gasps> oh no! It's gotta be something stupid. I think it's gotta be small amount. I, I want to say forty thousand. Uh, David, I'm gonna go even. Tw- I'm gonna go. Fuck! I can't even remember who he was in the first one because you know I saw. I'm like I'm not watching this ever again. So I haven't seen it. <laughs> came out. He was I'm just kind of like ridiculous. another. Now he did have a very small role. They gave him five thousand dollars. It was. which has to be scale at the time right there's no way that's so little money for a movie for a big mainstream movie like that yeah Yeah. I don't have a hit from it do you think he got paid for the music as well 
Um, mm. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. Because he had a couple of songs on that. And then soundtrack. he blew up, and then he then then the five hundred k he scoffed at. So, and then Fire Festival happened. <laughs> yeah, I was so. gonna say, and then Fire. I don't know how much money Tyrese made from this, but it should have been all of it because he carried the fucking movie. He really did. He gave an amazing performance. He was hilarious. I love Tyrese. He did not wear sleeves once. Good for him. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it. he was. I object to the term hilarious. He was but, so funny. Are okay. you kidding me? Okay, name a funny line. No, I can think of the like. First of all, there was the middle finger circle move, which I oh, love. Oh, that was that was good. Oh, okay. that was you physical comedy. Kind of funny, and this was in the trailer where he's like, uh-huh. "If you do the stare and drive, I taught him the stare and oh, drive." Oh, like, the uh-huh. stare and drive. That Jesus. gave me a heart attack. That me I, too. It gave me like the fucking diarrhea. (laughs) 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 Just like the macho fucking bullshit, and that they're both staring at each other. Like, God, I wrote down that it was embarrassing. (laughs) It was an embarrassing scene. Yes, yes, it was. A a third grader, it like totally (laughs) hit the nail on the head so much. And then, like, I could see the script, actually, the, the direction, the screen directions are just like, and then he does awesome flip. Like, <sighs> I bet there were a lot more backflips in the first draft, you know, like somebody oh, had like, like, like Katana at some point. <laughs> uh, let's see. How many? I'm thinking, I th- feel like there were less guns in this movie, though, which was a bit of a surprise. Or was there, were there more? There were fewer guns. I'm thinking but out loud here. There were fewer guns, but like it's still there was, it they were they were replaced with electric grappling hooks. That's so. true. That's true. Okay. Can't there was still a shotgun. The electric grappling hook, like if it's like so far over the top that I enjoy it, or if it's just like not quite over that no, level. <laughs> I loved it, but it took me to the end to love it because of that scene where. For like forty five oh, seconds, the yeah. guy's like trying to read the machine, and he's <laughs> he's just like, "Oh, something's not right with my electric grappling hook." <laughs> and it takes him forever to figure out. Oh, the fucking cops are incompetent. He's banging um, on the side of it like it's a TV set from the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like mm, keeps looking down at it like fucking uh, idiot. Um, oh. But another okay, I have more Tyrese moments because he ate oh, the yeah. dude's he ate the dude's sandwich, which I thought was hilarious. I I loved that. Good, okay. Bold move. Not that that's not Tyrese himself didn't do that, but still, I loved that moment. Sure. And then the fucking, are you kidding me when he lights the car on fire and he just like pops up and he's like, hey, and then yeah. casual, <laughs> casual racism against our Latinx community. He sure, was very problematic yeah. multiple times. Well, the whole movie is like racist stereotypes the whole yes. time. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Little Haiti. I was, I almost started crying at how horrible that was that was so weird it was really not completely unnecessary yeah i don't remember this now it was oh it was i think when the the rat race at the beginning because he says go to the impound lot or whatever you're gonna go to little haiti or whatever and so you know you're in little haiti because you start hearing like rastafarian music and Uh, these dudes with the dreads and he literally says bomboclat and then everyone's talking in like a really that. stereotypical Jamaican accent. And I was like, oh my God, this is cringe. 
Oh, and then like uh, again, a third grader's idea of humor, and then like then they pass the guy, and he's like standing in the middle of the street. He's like, oh, yeah. what happened? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was that was. There rough. is there is some uh, Asian uh, Chinese. I don't think he's Chinese. There's an Asian stand-up comedian who has a great bit about the Fast and the Furious. Where he's talking oh. about like everyone's a stereotype, and the mm-hmm. black guys talk like this, mm-hmm. and then the Latinos talk like this, and then all the Asian guys talk like they want to be the black guys, mm-hmm. like, and it's so true. Like, just like this is how this group of people talk. You could tell it was written by white people. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, absolutely. And this is. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, really sorry if that's not true. No, it is. It is true. Okay. Um, I can't believe like, I'm saying, thank God. Thank God it was written by white people. <laughs> I think it was three white dudes. So, thank God it was written by three white dudes. Yeah, um, I would have looked like a real asshole. <laughs> um, I wanted to call out a moment that made me laugh a bunch that wasn't Tyrese this time. Um, mm. It was ludicrous. It's what? the scene <laughs> where they're doing the boat races or whatever. Okay. Oh, I think yeah. it's when... Um, Paul Walker O'Connor is introducing Tyrese and Luda for the first time, I think. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, and where he talks about how cool the garage was. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Luda is, you know, organizing this boat race, and he's going around collecting everyone's money. <laughs> and he has, <laughs> he has a megaphone, and he's talking directly into people's faces. <laughs> 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 That's right. <laughs> Which it doesn't read in the movie, but if you like in reality that would be an insane thing to do. <laughs> I am saying and it's to get their money from them too. <laughs> uh, but it's just, oh my god, it just killed me. It killed me. My favorite part of that scene was right after that when he was counting his wad of cash, it was mostly ones. He had like $40 in cash there. (laughs) And he he was acting like it was the, he's got all this money. And it was like, I was just looking. I was like, one, 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 five, (laughs) one, one, one. There might have been one $100 bill, but I couldn't verify it. And this is, this is him bragging about counting all of this like a day or two after four racers put down 35 grand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, why are these people getting this up. money too? That's what I always wonder. That is, and they were very. They were true. all very vocal about being worried about making rent too. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> you are fucking up your life. Yeah, how much is your rent if you need to double your thirty five hundred dollars or whatever? God. What yeah, part Brian, of Miami? Do you live in Epcot? Is that where you live? <laughs> oh, Brian true, lived in a shitty trailer too. Yeah, and like, say, here's an idea: sell the car. That car is gonna be worth, like, I don't know, twenty thousand dollars. David, you're clearly True. not a street racer. You don't yeah, get it. I'm not a real. I'm not a real clutch head. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> a fan of the '70s cartoon Clutch Cargo. Um, oh, did man. you guys notice? I'm just gonna skate right over that. Did you guys notice Good that call. they <laughs> they said, "How about them apples?" Twice. Oh, I, yeah, I did. I wrote that down. <laughs> yes. but I don't think he said them apples. I think he said, "How about these apples?" He like he like <laughs> didn't like... even say. I'll see if I can find it because I wrote it down. Yeah, oh, no, he did say, "How about them apples, man?" Oh, you're right. Okay, sorry. 
And wait, what's the yeah. actual line? I got her number. How do you like it? How do you like them oh, do you, apples? That's like, right. Do you like apples? <laughs> it was like, that, not yeah. quite. <laughs> but then I think, yeah, it's, but they were just like, how about those apples? I don't know. It was just. <laughs> yeah, he says, how about them apples? <laughs> you think, <laughs> do you think they were referencing that? Like they're referencing Goodwill Hunting? Is that well, what was no. going on? Well, no, I mean, it just became I think a they, phrase. I think they were in the same way the winner, they were referencing the winner gets the cigar. Oh, yeah. They just knew uh-huh. it was a phrase. They probably didn't even yeah. know where it was from. Very yeah, clever. Sure. I would have loved to see him, like, pull it, like, win a race and, like, spin and skid to a stop and get out of the car and go, Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> <laughs> out of context! <laughs> <laughs> famous lines from movies oh like i guess gosh. now in a movie if you hear do you feel lucky punk like it's yeah. just become such a phrase so i guess maybe that was what was going on yeah well when i heard that twice i checked to see when goodwill hunting came out because i was like maybe it just came out like the year before and they were really into it but it came out like six years before i think but yeah okay maybe anyway. not make it into the lexicon or something yeah um speaking of iconic phrases there were, okay uh we hungry <laughs> we hungry <laughs> we hungry <laughs> maybe Another my favorite line, line in the movie he says it a few times and i, I love, really liked it oh, oh actually God. him eating what became a whole theme because then there's that scene where oh yeah he's like why do you eat so much <laughs> his whole char- like part of his like core character like driver is food for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah and he explains it like the food wasn't good in prison like that's his yeah i get says, like that was just the writers like oh what can we do to give him a personality i don't know uh-huh. i guess he likes food we didn't yeah we didn't need that but i did like the line read when he's like my doctor says i have a high metabolism <laughs> yeah i did like that he did have some good lines in the movie no he yeah. was the best also does he follow you guys on twitter what does he follow you? Have you not? No, there was a. I don't think he does. I think he stopped it. But a couple years ago, Tyrese followed like everyone on Twitter. He was following so many people. He followed me wow. for a while. Yeah, it was a thing. Did Damn. he stop? Do you know if he, I don't even know how to tell if someone's following me on Twitter. Well, I checked because I think someone. This is like a, a year ago, maybe, but someone was like, "Tyrese isn't following me anymore." So I checked, and he wasn't following me either. And oh. he was no longer following like eight hundred thousand people or whatever. Oh, yeah, boo. That was a Dang. that was a Twitter thing for a while. Well, he would have loved this. We, <laughs> maybe, I I'm don't still going to tweet at him, but Yeah, 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 please do. Yeah, we could tweet at him. Um You can you can take care of that. I will. I'll do the the social media promotion for this. Thank you. <laughs> um okay. I I wanted to talk about the true villain of the movie, which is that stupid white cop. Oh yeah, the bad yeah. cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, yeah. he fucking sucked. And that sucked real bad. I don't know. Do you, are you guys um, fans of Sex and the City? <laughs> I uh, no. the times I've seen it, I've seen a couple episodes, and uh, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah, it was not it was not a bad show. Okay, well, why um, Agent Markham, the shitty white cop, he. Uh, oh, he plays Samantha's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He plays Richard, mm. and he's a dick in that show, and he was a dick in this movie, and I hate that guy. 
if I were to see him as an actual person, I would hate him too. <laughs> really? I feel like probably the wow. guy who, that guy always plays a dick in every movie. And I feel like the guy who always plays a dick is probably like the nicest guy mm. in real life. He could be, yeah. Mm. I don't know because they just want to. Uh, there's something about like you know you don't have to be the leading man. Like it's fun to play the the villain. You know that's probably like the fun guy. Yeah, but uh, did you see his face? <laughs> well, he's an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. I hate him, and I hate Richard. And actually, though, he was important for Samantha because that's when she knew that she was meant to be with Smith Jarrett. Anyway, was he the um, model? Say what? Was, was he like the hot European model? Smith Jarrett's the, he wasn't European, but he's like the hot model. Yeah. Oh, he's a hot oh. blonde. I know more about this show than I thought. Cause he was like it a was, young, hot blonde model guy. Yes. It was kind of a big deal. Sex and the city was. <laughs> and Richard yeah. was like the hotel magnet that she dated before him. Right. Um, right. Okay. That's neither here nor there. Um, okay. We might as well talk about the rat scene. Cause we got to get to yeah, it. Eventually. We're due for the rat scene. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Now, fans of Game Game of Thrones will have seen a very similar scene <laughs> way later. Okay, so I, d- I, I only watched the last two seasons, I think, of Game of Thrones, so I don't know what you're That's talking about. That's a weird about. choice. That's a very weird choice. <laughs> it that was is a my... horrible choice. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It was my living situation at the time. It was forced. Oh, play. that makes sense. That's how yeah. I get into most of the shows I've ever seen. Yes. It's like they're watching it. That's how I got into wrestling for five years. Oh wow. my god! I every every fucking idiot I've ever dated has tried to get me to watch wrestling, and I refuse. But I just I still know way more about it than I should. Cut this on so long, you're like, okay, well, you guys are gonna watch your show, and I'll come out in 45 minutes. You're like, no, wrestling's three hours or whatever. Oh no, it's your whole Sunday, and then it's your yeah. whole Tuesday, and then it's your whole Friday, and it's anyway. Um, yeah. So the rat. Uh- the rats, yes. Oh boy! Who wants to describe this scene for the people? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I it's do the not. guy, the 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 detective in that scene was in uh, Sons of Anarchy. He was, yeah. And he Batman was. Begins. I saw that recently. Oh. That guy's in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's good. He's a I dirty like cop. Him. I like that yeah. guy a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I like him and stuff. Okay, so who? who Andrew, do you want to describe it? I can describe it. Yeah, I'll describe it. Okay. It's absolutely my job, but I'm not going to do it. (laughs) uh, This is is a... Why is it your job? Because it's my podcast. She's the host. It's her podcast. She's... She makes the rules. So you make the rules. You can tell me to do it, which I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you to do it. Uh, So this is... I'm pretty sure this is a classic torture technique. It wasn't invented recently. I think it was like done in medieval times. Yeah, because uh, you know, medieval times. Yeah, <laughs> they, they had all the weird shit in medieval times. <laughs> at the restaurant, medieval times. Oh, yeah, they did thousand <laughs> and the ribs and the chicken in the one cauldron. They also did like torture scenes. <laughs> well, oh, there's God. a yellow rat and a blue rat yeah. and a red rat. <laughs> yeah. well, either, oh, either we have to believe that this was a real medieval torture thing that happened historically in the past or that game of thrones lifted it from too fast too furious i'm gonna kind of like the latter i kind of like the latter i kind of like the idea of too fast too furious to live in making up a new torture 
That is insane. Uh, so here's the torture. You take a metal bucket. First, you get two big strong men to hold another big strong man down. Right. You take a metal bucket. You take a rat. You put the rat on the man's stomach and put the metal bucket over it. And then you heat up the metal bucket until the rat gets too uncomfortable and decides to try to eat through the person that it's on to get out. Is that a good explanation? That's exactly. No, you nailed it. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, so, exactly. and so they decide to works. do that in a car racing movie. <laughs> yeah. They that's decide the that's a scene that they would like to include in a car racing movie. At least in the first one, they had the, uh, they were nice enough to at least make the torture car related. What was it? Did they just try to pull them apart with a car? I can't remember. No, no, no. They waterboarded no. someone with motor oil. Oh, they just okay. like sprayed motor oil down a guy's throat. This one, and they were just like, let's figure out real torture and do that. <laughs> but <laughs> That's as soon the one as... bit of research they did for the film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as they brought their rat out, I thought of the motor oil incident immediately. And again, I was just uh-huh. solidified in my thinking that this is the same movie, but just like they tweaked the tiniest details. That's right. true. Um, so, I mean, I guess presumably that works, though. Rats would do that. But I don't want to think about it yeah. too much. Um, so that cop like that is that in he a position. has a blowtorch. And you're like, well, that seems like a good torch. It seems like you're adding an extra step to torture if you have a blowtorch right there. Well, you that's have true. To, oh, that's true. And he does. He's like, I'm going to blow your face. And then I was like, ah, this guy's angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a wild card, but it really set it really set the tone and it up the stakes because then this guy, this cop is now in a position where he has to either follow the orders that he presumably just can't do. He doesn't explain really why he can't do it. Yeah, we already know he's a bad cop, right? Yeah, I guess maybe yeah. it would blow his cover to like his his organization, right, maybe, right, but right. So they then really later, leave a lot of the heavy lifting to us in this movie. They, they really certainly do. do. <laughs> um, but I did, I did really like this scene um, later when the cop has to like make the call, you know, and uh-huh. basically um, Tyrese and Paul Walker and the other two goons are. Um, at old dude's trailer getting the money that they're then going to drive over to the drug cartel place. I don't know. And then, but while they're there, the cop has to either be like, yo, everyone stand down, don't touch the boys. Or he makes the insane call of, (laughs) I mean, I guess I don't know what he could have done, but he does the opposite. He looks up at the pictures of his family and instead of saying like, okay, no one do anything, he sends all of the cops to them like all, he decides all of them. to to do the right thing i think I and don't know throw his family under the bus <laughs> yeah <laughs> but what's funny about that moment though is you hear sirens coming from all directions helicopters everything for like 10 seconds and then there's Paul a walker goes yeah cops <laughs> there's, <laughs> a, <laughs> there's a hard beat where they're all just looking around like what's happening and they hear and then, the sirens they know what's happening yeah. but paul walker has to say Cops. <laughs> yeah. yeah dummy <laughs> like, that's how stupid they think their audience is like we have to let them know <laughs> that sirens <laughs> mean cops uh, um i really enjoyed right after that torture scene there was that when poker you came scene yeah yeah that part <laughs> 
after I came. But then after that, there was that really bizarre poker scene. With, oh, yeah. Uh, was it Suki and, and Ludacris and their one other mechanic friend? And oh, they were all like rap battling while playing poker. Yeah, that was a great, that was a wholesome, normal scene. It kind of was, but it had no place. Like, it was just like, I was like, this is kind of fun, but why am I watching it? Like, it served zero purpose. It's talking about the whole movie. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it would just cut to, imagine like the torture scene, and then it cuts to just like Tyrese and Paul Walker just dancing a little bit. And then it cuts to a different <laughs> scene. Like it was just like nothing. It was just like a scene of nothing. And I, I, I mean, true. I enjoyed the scene, but I was just like, why? Why am I watching this right now? Like, what is this serving? I loved uh, it. It was a good time. It, they were because they were oh like, well, we gosh. just saw you. We made you watch this rat eat a guy. So let's give That's them something true. wholesome. Yeah, a little yeah, 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 or something. Yeah, classic screenwriting trick. Well, right yeah, after yeah. that, I think we have to get into the uh, the final part of the movie where they realize they've got this big job to do and they're going to be and killed at the end of way. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. The movie does get a little better at this point. Because it does. At this point, they, I started they enjoying this dilemma it. now. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the opposite. I don't even have any notes for the end of the movie because I was like, <gasps> I don't know why this is happening. I don't know what's happening. And granted, that was me... You're I was... gonna have to start paying attention more. <laughs> if you're gonna have an in-depth conversation about movies, we're gonna need you to keep those eyes to the screen just a well, little. <laughs> In your defense, I feel like I feel like the movie got better but more confusing. Like it's like and sure. The reason yeah. being is because I was thinking, and this is a credit to the movie. Because I was like, I must be missing something because they would be spoon feeding me what's happening. And they weren't because there's supposed to be that big reveal at the end. You know yeah. Ludacris is planning something, but yeah. you don't know what. And then all those cars, like that fleet of cars comes out. It's a cool moment. But I... The coolest moment, I would I was say. underestimating the movie because I was like, okay, I'm missing something. This is stupid because I don't know what's happening because I thought they would have already explained to me what was happening. But they didn't, <laughs> right. which is cool. Ah, gotcha. okay, so that yeah, was yeah. my fault. They yeah. definitely like went into like Ocean's Eleven heist mode. Yeah. Like Ooh, like Paul yeah. Walker was like Paul Walker's like I got to get the team together. And like the second like he got everyone together and they went to that warehouse, I was like immediately on board. I was like, "Oh, good old-fashioned heist time. We're going to see some twists and turns." The and, yeah. uh, best line ever was, "How fast can you organize?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah. I got chills." Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, well, let's uh, let's uh, zero in on that scene for a second because yeah, I think we all agree that it. that's the the best thing that happens in the movie. Because I, mm-hmm. it's the first time they did anything that surprised me the whole movie. Oh wow! I mean, not like oh, I saw, I knew exactly what was going to happen, but I'm like, oh yeah, that figures. Oh, that figures. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, was, this was the first time where it was like, oh shit! I did not right, see. I, was, I did not see yeah, that like coming. when they. When they drove into the garage, I was stoked. Because I thought, like the chase, because I was like, I don't know what's going to happen after this point. I know something crazy is going to happen, but they I, gave us I, no clue as to what was going to happen. 
I didn't see them drive into the garage. <laughs> oh, wow. You did you fall asleep? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was cooking dinner or something. Uh, okay. <laughs> so here's what happened. We know that their, their choices are we either don't do this and we go to prison or we do it and, like, the mm-hmm. bad guys kill us. So they're like, okay, we're just going to take the money and run for it. So the cops are chasing. There's this whole giant fleet of cops chasing them. They they take their two cars into this garage, and we know they have two other cars. We didn't even cover that part, but I don't think we need to. Oh yeah, they've obtained two other cars because they knew their uh, uh, their yeah. their one their their two cars were being tracked. So they've obtained these two other muscle cars. So my thought was, oh, they pull into this garage, they shut the doors. The cops are like, okay, we got them trapped. They got to come out of there or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I expect them to like. I don't know, come off the second floor and ramp over the cops in the muzzle cars. But instead what happens, the doors come open and like in this very like ironically clown car way, hundreds and hundreds of cars start pouring out. Well, the first thing that happens is like these big trucks come out and just slam into the cop cars. Oh, and push a path. It was so badass. It was just like crash, crash, crash. Yeah. And then the cars start pouring out. And it does way more than you think would even fit in there. It seemed like endless, which was <laughs> kind of so cool. True. I, I didn't even that. think about that. There that. were so many cars. Uh, I was like, I knew, I knew they were going to do that. Like once, as soon as they started coming out, I was like, "There's going to be way too many cars in there." <laughs> <laughs> which I that I loved. Like that's yeah. to me like the best thing that happened in the movie. I was like, "Whoa!" I got excited for oh, a minute me too. I love. And then that. there was another twist. Yeah. Oh. Where they like they chase they finally find oh, yeah. the, the two cars that uh, our main characters are driving and they chase them down mm. and it ends up being Suki and Ludicrous. That was yeah. beautiful. That, was beautiful. that I liked a lot too. I like. Although that. it doesn't make sense that Ludicrous then calls Paul Walker on the phone and was like, "I love that me. moment." He's, <laughs> he's talking like, to him in front of the like, police. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, police! I'm talking to the guy you were actually listening or looking for. Hold on a sec." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love uh, that. I also I, liked that multiple people in different departments just adopted the etymol or the the terminology scramble. They all yeah, were like, yeah. "We're gonna call this a scramble." <laughs> I was like, Why yeah, is yeah, everyone yeah. using that word? That's not even a thing. <laughs> it's accurate, but it's weird that they all came up with it. Yeah, we didn't talk about Suki's drawing either. I don't know if that's important, but I thought I'm that glad was you that. called it out. I loved it. It was great. <laughs> yes. That is a part of how cool she is. It's like yeah, they, she just has all these random little skills that they yeah, show yeah. for almost I'm no reason. I'm going to be sad if she's not in the rest of the movies. I know that Luda is a big character, at least for another one, so I'm hoping Suki... Is that why they go to Japan? Mate, huh? actually... Ooh, I'm putting all no, these... No, I, I, I bet she's not in that movie. I bet... I think that movie... <laughs> My guess, man, I'm just going to fucking watch it. I know this now. Okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just have a very strong feeling it's not going to be tied in in any way. Hmm. Oh, man. Oh, hang on. Before we get too far off those racers, did anyone else yeah. notice there was a PT Cruiser in there? <laughs> no. There was a oh. silver PT Cruiser just blasting out with all those other racers. <laughs> I saw it multiple times, and I could not get over the fact that they were there's just one person in that crew that just uh, races a PT Cruiser. The PT I Cruiser mean, is such a weird car because it's made it to really look like is. a gangster car from like the <laughs> 20s. Like, we're going to do this throwback car. 
And like, I guess, I think it was like the early 90s. They're like, we're going to make a throwback car that looked like yeah. a 1920s gangster car. Oh, it's all man. about what's under the what hood, though, car. you know? That's true, yeah. A yeah, Gallo 12 true. or a Gallo 24. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was a great, great that was a fun oh, I loved that they gave that guy a name, Dunn. I, know, and I wrote down Dunn like, as a In chug. one scene and he was done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The first, the first time when they show, like, him in the... Well, not the first time he's in the cop room, but when he's in that big room with all the different cops and they're kind of laying it out for him, like, what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. I loved that there was just that guy standing there with, like, a Polar Pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is that dude just holding a Polar Pop? And then, of course, it, there was a reason. But uh, yeah. I love that. It's like Chekhov's gun. Oh, yeah, Dun, Dunn's Polar Pop. Check out Dunn, yeah. Oh my god. Um, I have nothing else to say about this movie. I hated it. It was a waste of time. I guess we can talk about the ending. Um, mm-hmm. I, it, there was a car on a boat. That was cool. <laughs> He crashes a car into a boat. Yeah. Like, that I liked a lot. I did like that happening. Oh, can I, can I interject here? Uh, no. Melinda, Melinda, I need to take authority here and say you may not speak for the next second. If I, David, if I called that boat a houseboat, oh my oh, god! Here we go. No, no, would no. You, we'll would you? Would you say? Would you feel like I was using the wrong terminology there? Well, here's the thing: is I saw that tweet from Melinda. <laughs> I believe mm-hmm. it was a tweet, and I thought. Yeah, those are the same fucking thing. One's just for like, bo- yes. I think I think houseboat to yacht is like trailer to actual house. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, but there, but Absolutely. if I said, but if I said, and the bad guy took off in a houseboat. Okay, you're right. Okay, I gotta agree with Andrew. Completely <laughs> wrong. You would not get the mental image of a of a high speed yacht. You would get you're, the image of this little piece of shit just yeah, slowly yeah. putzing <laughs> away. You know what? <laughs> okay, I mean that's a good point. Like, yeah, I gotta agree with Andrew on that point at least. Like, uh, if you had said to me. If we had just been talking about this and they're like, and remember then they take off in the houseboat, I would have been like, houseboat? What? Yeah, right, Uh, exactly. Okay, we're not going to get too deep into this because (laughs) it's, no, I've wasted too much of my life having this argument with you. All I'm saying is that, yes, I agree with you in this scenario, Andrew. However, from a technical standpoint, they are both just boats that you can live on. The end. Uh, yeah. I think she's got we a good point there. She does have a good point, but you don't call a yacht a houseboat, and that's my mm. only point. For sure, for sure, that's fine. Oh, I'll be the. I did like. Here. I'm gonna. I'll change the subject and say I really liked when they. I don't think it was the main bad guy, but the bad guy that was in Brian's car when they just like pulled him yeah. out of the car and just like kicked him a bunch. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then like Tyree spits on him. For some God. reason, it was yeah. a really weird scene, and I kind of really liked it. Like it was just like, I think it was showing them that like they had the option to shoot him, and they didn't. Because he said right before that, he was like, "I like you. I'm still gonna kill you, but I like yeah. you." Yeah, yeah. And Which is what passes for comedy in these movies. Totally, totally. Oh. It's fun they had ejector seats. I guess I liked I those loved a lot. The ejector seat. I loved the ejector seat too. Yeah, for how much we all hated this movie, we keep going like, I love this part though. Well, the well, the end part I loved. I like the last 
sequence I really liked. Everything leading up to it, I was like almost mad watching it. I was like, this is all stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. is like I hate when people say like, oh, it's not supposed to be good. It's just an action movie and you're supposed to enjoy it. I'm like, no. We have Die Hard. We have the Marvel franchise now. We can get like awesome action movies with like people who can act in a script. Like we do not. There's a, and like I said, Die Hard was great. We don't have to settle for like, this movie is bad and that's okay. Your defense of a movie can't just be like, oh, it's bad, but that's okay. I totally agree. And, and even you can even use the first Fast and the Furious as a, as like a example of that. Cause that one is kind of bad, but it's very good in a lot of ways. Yeah, it's way better than make this it one. enjoyable. Whereas yeah. this one just like just like it was like a plop. It was just like it came out wet. <laughs> it was just yeah. like not just yeah. nothing felt true to whatever world they were trying to make there. I don't know. That I think is the exact uh, way I would describe it cuz any movie like Oh yeah, I might like Madagascar, and you're like that has talking animals. You think that's realistic? But I'm like, that's yeah. the world they're building. You have to, uh-huh. you have to be true to the world you're building, and I don't think they were. Uh, I have a little fact about this that I looked up after I watched it. Um, uh, you know how I mentioned that it felt like a direct to DVD sequel? Yes, like it really did, didn't it? Yes, a hundred percent. Like no Vin Diesel. Like much more lesser named actors, almost none of the actors from the first one. Right, uh, it had twice the budget. I, I mean, was spent all on those graphics at the beginning. I was shocked yeah. to find that out. Oh, that I mean, it like hurt to read that. I mean, they did wreck a lot of cars. That's true. Oh, there were more can we cars talk about how thing? many cop cars were in that last chase? <laughs> oh my uh, god, hundreds. Yeah. I know it's like that, that Blues Brothers scene, like that famous <laughs> scene from the Blues Brothers yeah. where it's just like every cop car. <laughs> they just like kept being cop cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I like that. And I do want to say, I liked so that the only too. movies I've ever seen were the first one and now this one. But okay. I do feel like just based on the trailers, there was a point in the franchise and maybe it was just the last one where they like finally leaned far enough to the left that it was like, these are ridiculous and that's fun. Like I saw the trailer for like, I think it was the last one and they're mm-hmm. driving on like an iced over lake. And then somebody shoots a, like a submarine comes out of the lake and shoots a torpedo that flies on the ice and the rock oh. grabs it. the rock driving in a car, leans out, grabs the missile, grabs the torpedo with his hand and like, turns it around and makes it go back and hit the boat. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now I'm in. Like, cause now you've gone far enough. Okay. And this movie just didn't lean. It leaned no, like pretty no. far, but it didn't lean nearly far enough. That's a good, that's a good point. I think that's what, that's what my disappointment was is it, this so far, this franchise has not gotten to where I know it is going to get. Mm-hmm. And this was just a little bit of a letdown. Um, I really don't have much more to say about the movie as a whole. There are a couple of tiny things I wanted to make sure I called out just because they made me so happy. Um, so I'll do that. The license plate on Tyrese's convertible that said hater. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that's good. <laughs> it said hater, which I loved. Um, and then another thing was at the beginning of the scene, I forgot to mention when Paul Walker first comes out, 
I think it's Suki. Someone calls him Bullet. Like he has a nickname. Uh, really? Yeah, she she called she's like, "Hey Bullet." <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, we got a nickname now." And then they never called him that again. So oh, that's weird. They do that a lot in this movie where they just like, yeah, they th- I feel like that was just the first draft of the script and they could never write a second one. <laughs> oh, yep. Absolutely. I guess, do we want to talk about the very ending? Oh, I'm sorry. You had more stuff. Go ahead. No, no, that was it. Um, let's talk about the very ending. Get this over with. Um, what was the very ending? With the, they, the money? They keep a little bit of the money to open the garage. Oh. I was so mad that they, go ahead. Sorry. That they didn't just keep all the money. I liked them. Yeah, like, what the hell was that about? That was so. That was so not a move that that character would make. Roman would right. never give a three duffel bags of cash. You kidding me? Roman was trying to steal freaking uh, the cigar cigar cutter. cutters. <laughs> and then he willingly gives up three duffel bags of cash to cops who don't know about it. Oh, they, that made me. They Ooh. literally were like, okay, cool. This is everything. Thank you. <laughs> and then he's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, not so fast. <laughs> teacher, teacher. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah. It, so that, was a weir- that was a weird choice. But Walker says something that he's like said a few times before. And then Tyrese says, and we ain't hungry either. And that's the end of the movie. Oh. Yeah, it was, I liked it. <laughs> that I like. That I like a lot. Because they did keep a little bit. Of, they did steal some of the money. Yeah. And it's they're like going to the open sp- a garage together. And oh, Paul man. Walker did that thing that he does many times where he stood way too close to him and called him bro. Or cuz. Yeah. And I was like, it, stop yeah. talking so close to him. And then, yeah, it was a feel-good ending, though. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like in this movie, if they didn't do a feel-good ending, I'd be mad. Because I'm like... In a real movie, <laughs> in a real movie, you want the ending to make sense and somehow feel poetic or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, it's like if you're gonna do every fucking cheesy thing in a movie, but leave us without a feel-good ending, uh, go fuck yourself. Right, what, right. What I'm, what I was thinking when it ended was like, okay, I know that the next movie is Tokyo Drift, so they're starting a garage in Miami, but somehow they're going to end up in Japan. And then I stopped myself and I said, you know what, Melinda, it's probably not going to make sense. So don't even, (laughs) don't even try to conjecture. Like, don't, it's fine. Just let it happen to you. Here's what's going to happen is I'm not going to watch it, but like next week I'm going to call you and be like, so were they connected in any way or not? That's all I want to know. I will let you know. Okay. I appreciate that. Um, well boys, anyone else have anything they want to say about this piece of shit? Um, final thought, so. uh, my final thought it was bad but not it was pretty bad but not horrible like i didn't hate it the whole time it had some fun moments like you would expect not enough to be redeemable i'm right. gonna say i'm gonna say d plus <laughs> did i do a fork rating last time you did something out of five i can't remember maybe just oh, stars i did have one other thing i wanted to add this is maybe the best title of any of oh, that's true. I would get it tattooed. <laughs> I would say there's one that's titled just Fast and Furious, which I really like. It's like Isn't the sixth or seventh movie. Really? They start running out of ideas. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, just called so Fast and Furious. You have to be Whereas the first one. The first no. movie is called The Fast and the Furious. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and I think that's like, yeah, the sixth one's like Fast and Furious. It's. Yeah. It's that. Dead. That might be my favorite title. Okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
that's it. That's all I got. I think um, I'm out of things to... Okay, well then, you know what, David? I'm sorry if that I did this to you, but I'm glad we went on this journey together. You know, it was totally worth watching that movie because I think we talked about it longer than the movie, or at least as long as the movie was, and this was that's way true. more enjoyable. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. Movie D+, uh, this conversation A+. Plus. I love it. Um, oh. Yeah, normally I, I give a recommendation of what else you could have watched in the time that it took to watch this movie, but I guess this week's recommendation will be listen to this podcast. But you're saying done. that at the Wait, end. At the <laughs> end, just start it over? Hang yeah. on. Yes. Yeah. Start it over and listen again. You probably missed a lot of stuff. It's true. Okay, my recommendation <laughs> is listen to the first episode of this podcast. There you um, go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or next I haven't week's. done that yet, so <laughs> who was on the first one? It's not out. <laughs> it's not out yet. Okay, 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 okay. It takes oh. us like three weeks to record one episode, so we're taking our It's time. a whole thing. It's and a it's thing. a good idea to get a backlog first. I, yeah. I, I highly recommend that. Yeah. Yeah. We're revealing too much to the audience. Um, aye, okay, aye. I guess that's it. And then um, thanks, everyone, and see you next Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Bye. Wow. Again, an astute listener listens to the end of the podcast, and we respect you for getting this far. Thank you so much for listening to the cast and the curious. We hope you'll like, we hope you'll subscribe, we hope you'll rate, we hope you'll review, and uh, we hope you'll listen to next week's episode, which is Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. It's going to be a fun one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>